millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. Hello, Charles. Hello. How are you going? And our guest today is another fabulous comedian playing at the Sydney Comedy Festival, Emma Holland. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me, even mm. after the ordeal that was last time. Yeah, now, so, so tell what, us about that. What happened? Because I wasn't in that conversation, I don't think. Yeah, I, don't, I think I just maybe wasn't prepared, but the laptop I was on died mid-interview um, and then... That also meant I lost recordings on my end, and so I had to jump on my phone and do it via my phone. And the the audio just sounds awful. And you, God bless Gabby Bolt, she did, dealt with it very well, very professionally. But <laughs> I was like, "This, they're never having me back. There's no way." So this is very validating. Well, I, I guess to be fair, the reason we're having you back is total ignorance of what, <laughs> like Charles and I were away that day, and Gabby was Gabby was in charge. Yes, um, and- but I'm also informed that Gabby basically lost control of her bodily functions laughing at your show this year in Melbourne. Oh, really? So either the show's a shit-hot show or she's remembering the interview she did with you (laughs) and the lost audience. No, it was... It was my goal to make the audience um, piss and vomit. I was like, if, I, if I'm not getting laughter, I may as well have some fluids. Actually, I've just checked my notes and it said that she lost her voice from laughing at your show. And I'm an amazing way to take out another another yes, comedian. very yeah. Given that she yeah. sings. All part of the plan, all yes. part of my greater purpose to be the sole female comedian in Australia. <laughs> but Emma, um, you were nominated for the award formerly known as the Barry, now known as the most outstanding show. That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Congratulations. Quite apart from the whole name thing, that's an incredible thing. And in 600 plus show festival yeah, being the top crazy. five or so. Go you. Yeah, it's absolutely nuts. It was very unexpected. And and what's the process for getting, like, like did you know that there were judges amongst you in the audience? No, I had no clue. I didn't even know I was um, being considered for it in any capacity. Uh, but I later found out that the night before they announced the awards i think 11 people were in who were oh, all potentially judges there you go um which is great because it was a hot night it was really good awesome <laughs> hey, so no i i got asked to consider being a judge once oh wow but i wasn't there i then never went to the festival again so it didn't really work out but now that they, they recruit um yes yeah, secret stroppers oh, um, to come right. and sit in and see yeah how i have no idea who they were or when they were in or like that i was being watched at all which is kind of nice. I kind of prefer it that way. Oh, it feels, yeah. Um, no, 100%. Yeah, yeah. So the show's yeah, saved the yeah, orangutans. Uh, from from mm-hmm. what? From what? From from bad Zoom interviews? What's the what's the threat we're talking about? Man, just from everything. They're so vulnerable. Uh, well, the, the show's kind of centred around. I, I spent most of my childhood in Indonesia and uh, it, it was very um, – it was a very heavy weight on orangutan conservation there with my school. So every time we'd have a fundraiser, it would all go towards orangutan conservation or saving the orangutans. I think from deforestation, it was never really made clear, but we got to see lots of like photos of little baby orangutans having a nice time. And I was like, well, that's I'm doing my part, so I don't need to research further into this. <laughs> did, did that get tedious? I, I, I'm not sure it's an important cause, but by the third or fourth bake sale for the orangutans, did you still think, well, <laughs> Can we can we just think about world hunger or maybe the whales? Or... Well, we swapped over at one point to um, 
like earthquakes and so every time there was a bad earthquake we'd have like a breakfast mm. but it got to the point where I think kids were associating good breakfasts with natural disasters and so we started to get like quite happy when they happened because like oh here we're getting pancakes oh wow so I think they maybe had to um switch that Pavlovian response off from us and go back to the orangutans it is nice to know something good can come out of terrible natural disasters in, at a school <laughs> yeah and I think that's beautiful yeah so it, I guess there's something you have in common probably among many other things with Barack Obama uh, going to school in Indonesia for a long period of time oh what? man everyone said they knew him when that news oh, really? dropped that he had spent some time in Jakarta literally everyone there was like my dad knows him my dad went to school with him my cousins said that uh, they met him at the mall it's like you could not get through it was like a whole year of people just telling me that they knew Barack Obama and now that you've been nominated for this award uh, mm. is it the same thing happening now people are saying yeah, we know we know him we, know him. we were at an orangutan fundraiser <laughs> with her yeah it's mostly yeah. Barack Obama trying to call me and I'm like no I told you I blocked you I don't <laughs> I don't want to hear from you anymore you're obsessed it's yeah. enough's what, enough you know what was that like going to school I can't quite imagine it it was awesome I loved it. Uh, it was very, I mean, I didn't really know it was any, like it wasn't normal, that it was any different. Mm. And then I got back to Australia when I was 16. And I was like, oh, no, I'm weird. <laughs> uh, but it, yeah, it was, um, I mean, I had a weird accent. I like, I didn't know any slang. I was very like culturally unaware of things. Like I remember someone talking about Nolsey and I was like, what the? Oh my god! You had an idyllic upbringing in a in a land without (laughs) Shannon Knoll. That's incredible. Dreamy. It was so beautiful. But now I'm I'm been exposed to him, and honestly, I feel my life is richer for it. Do do you feel like it was a a, an immersion catch up with learning how to speak a new language of Australian slang and all the shit pop culture that we produce in this fine land? I mean, I've got this part in my show where I talk about how like I lived through a heap of natural disasters and like survived a flash flood but the most traumatic incident in my life was having to ask my dad what gobby meant like that's the kind of uh information are you allowed to put that in this podcast yeah is that... yeah <laughs> oh, okay great so, yeah. I, I don't know what gobby is What's oh, gobby? it's um it's a very like teenage australian slang for oral sex oh oh okay yeah okay but i didn't find yeah. that out until quite yeah. Like it was very of my time. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, because I'm 47 and I still don't know. Charles, Charles went to school in Australia. He doesn't know anything. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no one that's was right. offering me gobbies. Now, you, now you, you can ask me what it means, and I can transfer that um, trauma. Did you think you. it was like an abbreviation for the gobbledock or something? Yeah, yeah. I, I assumed it was. <laughs> a... So coming back at 16 into the ordinary Australian school, that must have been. Mm. Was it a bit like the movie Mean Girls? I don't know if it, that might be before your time. Genuinely, but... yes. That, like, I remember that movie coming out and I was like, oh, I feel so seen. Like, <laughs> But, yeah, that experience of her, like, just being a bit socially awkward and, like, the, all these, like, social dynamics that I'd never seen before, that's, kind, that's exactly what it felt like. Mm. I was like, oh, I thought every class just had 14 kids in it and you all had to get along because there was no other choice. And then suddenly there's cliques and, like, mm. people are popular, there's student leaders, there was this, like, hierarchy. It was very surreal. So look, you won't boast about your show. So clearly, it's it's amazingly <laughs> good if it's if it's been nominated for most outstanding show. In all sincerity, those shows are always excellent. You can catch it second to the seventh of May at the Brisbane Comedy Festival, the twelfth of May in, in Perth, and and it's twenty first of May at the Sydney Comedy Festival. Having plugged the show, Emma, mm-hmm. um, I'm keen to get onto the, the main game here, yes. which is your Disney update, because this is this yes. is important stuff. We brought you on um, to to fill us in on what's happening in the world of Disney. I'm not across it. But I, I hear big shit's going down in, in Mousetown. It's it's pretty huge. I, I should, um before I get into the news part, state that when I was told I could do any topic, mm. I, I've been very obsessed with, like, the Disney adult community for the past few months. Hang on. What's, um, what's that? 
So it's basically just adults who are, who love Disney and love Disneyland and they've kind of made it like a big chunk of their personality. Wow. And I thought it was, I didn't realise how like deep this community goes. There's like sub-genres of it. There's like, it's the whole thing. So I remember There's, I remember um, hearing about bronies and bronies are uh, mm. adult men who are way too into My Little Pony. Is mm-hmm. this, is this, is it somewhat similar? Is it, is there yes. any irony involved uh, or is it so ironic that that's actually genuine, a genuine love for, I don't know, Elsa and the Frozen gang or something? Or... No irony. And I think it's because the, it's like, you know, Disney's all about magic. And so people, I think, want to embrace the like magical side of life. And so there's this part of Disney, like adult Disney culture called Disney bounding, which I'm obsessed with. Um, but it's people, when you're an adult, you're not allowed to dress up when you go to Disney parks because it'll confuse kids. Oh. And, like, they don't want kids coming up and hugging random strangers. So you're not allowed to dress up as a character when That's, you go there. That seems like a very good rule in terms mm. of, you know. Yeah, yeah pedophile I agree. Protection, <laughs> pedophile protection, but also protection of IP, which, <laughs> yes, which, that, which yes. matters even more to yes. Disney. Than, I mean, than, which, is what you know, is the most important. You don't want to <laughs> yeah, see yeah. Mickey Mouse doing something bad. Do you? Yeah, or, yeah. Or, 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 like, like breaking the copyright protections. <laughs> yeah, that's right. that yeah, it's like that era when everyone could get verified on Twitter and people kept impersonating yes, um, yes. like companies. Yeah, Similar yeah. vibe. Like I, you don't want people impersonating the mouse. I no. so want now. I so want now to sneak into a Disneyland with a big Mickey Mouse outfit, put her on in the bathroom, <laughs> and then act drunk. I think that <laughs> just to stagger around the park, just being terrible. How long do you reckon it would take them just to shut you down? Is, is it like seconds? Have they got cameras everywhere for fake Mickeys? I reckon they're watching. I reckon, mm. like, of course again, they are. very ingrained in this community. I think mm. they're always watching in there. Mm. That's amazing. Um, what a great idea. Yeah. So, so what do they do? Disney is the solution. So, so what is D- Disney bounding? So Disney bounding is the adults who aren't allowed to dress up mm. but still want to be a part of, like, the experience they, they do Disney bounding, which is where you dress in the colours and essence of a character. So, like, for example, you could Disney bound as Winnie the Pooh and you'd wear, like, a red shirt, yellow pants and, like, a necklace with a honeypot on it. So it's just, like, the right. vibe of the character. Oh, so it's, it's exactly the line before the IP genuine. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's as close as you can get to, like, riding that like yes. the line without crossing it. It's it's like the way Ed Sheeran writes music. He <laughs> listens to a Marvin Gaye <laughs> song and, right. and then... Just yeah. goes right up to the line. I, yeah. I must say, the only thing I can think of that's more pathetic than uh, a grown adult dressing as Winnie the Pooh is a grown adult <laughs> wanting to dress as Winnie the Pooh but not quite being able to pull it off <laughs> because of the law. It's like, oh, I really it's, wanted to, I yeah. just can't because I've got the honey tie. See, I'm almost, oh, that's yeah, But Yeah, that's it's crazy. There's a whole community. There's like um, people who call themselves Disney park food and drink influencers Wow. And their whole job is just to go to Disneyland and go to the restaurants and try the food and like make TikToks about the food. I'm telling you, there's so this is what I mean. There's so many subgenres of like Disney fans. Right. So there's um, a sort of so Michelin does French restaurants yeah. and, and yes. world class restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> there is a sort of Michelin star style rating for Disney food. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. as there should be. Yeah. There should yes. be. I mean, it's, it's so expensive. It probably costs as much as a Cordon Bleu restaurant. Yeah, I, I want to know yeah. if it's good. Yeah. I want to know yeah. if it's good. If I'm oh, good. probably more to be honest. Like yeah. the prices in there are crazy. Mm. Yeah. One of my friends went to the Harry Potter world not long ago um, and went for three, this is Universal Studios, but I think it was in Florida, went for a couple of days and it cost thousands of dollars apparently to have mm. the full experience and all that. You'd want to know that you were going to the, the least shit catering outlet 
well in the knowledge that any food at a theme park isn't going to be very That's good. what I mean. They're doing the Lord's work. They're yeah, doing no, what um, other people won't. It is very valuable. Because my daughter, five, year, five years old, fully into di- all Disney princesses, particularly mm. Elsa, but, you know, um, Encanto as well, which has no technical princesses from what I understand. Mm-hmm. And I frequently dress her in outfits that are, mm. you know, Elsa-esque, but don't, you know, they're the Kmart Elsa without the logo on it. It's $10 cheaper. She thinks that's, it's the same as the real yeah. thing. Disney bounding. Amazing. That's what it is. It's the, it's Kmart costumes. Yeah, and that's they're right. sparkly. Yeah, as long right. as they're sparkly, yes. it's it's. at some point yes. she's going to reject the ones without the IP on them though, isn't she? I mean, if you raise her as a Disney adult, she might not, you know. Mm, like yes. you could start this process now. You could raise her yes. to be a Disney bounder. I mean, we once held, and I know this is part of the broader Disney IP, but mm. we once held my five-year-old, back when he was five, a Star Wars party. Yeah. And mm. hot tip, if you've ever got a five-year-old, what you do is you buy those pool noodles, you know those pool, pool noodles, noodles. Yeah. you get them for two, mm. two bucks at Bunnings, cut them up, there's three, you can make three lightsaber-length uh, swords oh. out of each pool noodle. That's brilliant. Right? So you're talking so like smart. 70 cents per mm. per, per mm. lightsaber. Bit of gaffer tape, black gaffer tape acts as a handle or, or silver gaffer tape, right? And you give one to every single person at the party and you can tell in, at the end and they all have sword fight. That's the party. Like that's two, three hours of fun. That's brilliant. And you call it a Star Wars party, it's sort of Star Wars bounded. Like it's sort of these lightsabers, mm. they're not really lightsabers. And, and because they're five, they yeah. don't have the critical apparatus yeah. to know that they look really shit and cheap yeah. and nothing like a real Oh, lightsaber. no, it's all about the imagination and you can whack the things and no one really gets hurt. And then at the end of the party... No need for party bags or anything like that. This 70 cents item is like the coolest thing in the world that they've ever gone home from a party with. And then they take it home and it takes up so much room in the living room. Yes. Parents love it. Yeah, they love it. Yeah, we've got got like three pool noodles leaning against the wall of our lounge room. So, all right, so there's the Disney adult community. Um, You you say you're obsessed with them to to the point of joining Emma, may I ask, or or do you find it bizarre? Oh, look, I'm I'm a passionate um, observer from the outside. I kind of go through phases of just being obsessed with different like internet communities and mm. Disney's my most recent one mm. um, I fear if I did join it I'd probably be too good at it because um, I've been told I dress like a Disney bounder anyway mm. even oh, wow. without that's intending ins- to that's quite insulting like which character did it they was say the meanest were... thing that anyone's ever said to me which character mm. were you meant to have been trying and to, to challenge uh, to, to channel various my friend was just like have you ever noticed you dress like a Disney bounder and she meant this is like it was a pattern in my behaviour, which is worse than being called out once, you know. Oh my god, that's that. Are you still friends with this person? That's devastating. <laughs> oh, also, yeah. it's comedian Danielle Walker. I'll call her out. I don't give a shit. That's <laughs> she that, knows what she did. That is hurtful. <laughs> but who were you supposed to have dressed like? Well, every time I see her, she pulls up a photo of someone else. She's like, "You're goofy today," and I'll like Google goofy and show me. And the worst part is, she's right. Um, I don't. I dress very brightly. Is she, normally. Is I mean, she I'm wearing Disney, a black shirt right now. Is she but. Disney gaslighting you in some way? I think so. I, yeah. I, I mean, I kind of hope it's gaslighting because otherwise it's just the truth, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not often that gaslighting is the better option, but this might be. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Chaser Report. 
News you can't trust. Now this, all this said with the Disney adult community, there's some, there's some upsetting news out of, out of Disney that, that heartbreaking news out about. of Disney. Um, they are restructuring their entire business because Bob Iger's come back yeah. as um, CEO and he's basically getting rid of between four to 7,000 jobs, oh. which obviously my first concern is, are we talking about frontliners? Are we talking about mm. Mickey's? Are we yes. talking about the Elsas at the parks? Who are they getting rid of? You know what he's done, don't you? He's realised that if he just sacks all of the uh, people who dress up in those outfits, a bunch of dorks are going to come and do it for free. <laughs> he's like, all right, we're getting rid of Disney bounding, we're getting rid of the rule, yeah. you can dress as a character, yeah. but we're getting rid of all of ours and Dre- now you have yeah, to Yeah, dress as Winnie the Pooh or you're like, mm. try not to touch kids inappropriately, but, you know. He's, he's, all he's if they done want a photo, is, you have to take it. He's just sacked five to 7,000 IP lawyers. That's, <laughs> that's, that's upsetting, isn't it? The, the notion of Disney sacking anybody when it's supposed mm. to be a place of joy and fun is um is 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 sad. It, 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 it's mm. hurtful, yeah. but isn't it like isn't it supposed to be basically a kind of hellscape to work for? Didn't someone write a, write a book about um was it Cory Doctor yeah. wrote a book about how terrible Disney was? I've seen again. This is all part of the law, but there's people who work for like Disney cruises. Mm. Um, and they apparently get, I mean, this is probably something to do like background research on, but from what I've seen on TikTok, which is, we Mm. all know is true. Mm. Um, apparently they put a Disney tax on top of your already taxed money and it goes towards paying for things like staff food and staff like transportation, but it's just like, they're taking the money from your paycheck. Wow. That's what I've heard on the grapevine. So I've. But uh, also, I can't imagine working on a Disney cruise ship. Oh, like, with no escape. You're, you're not getting away without norovirus. You know? <laughs> no, you definitely not. <laughs> it's a small norovirus after all. Um, have you seen Have you seen the series Succession that's doing the rounds? Because I was trying to I figure haven't. out. I need to get on yeah, to so it. It's, it's I've been told. amazing. Have you watched Succession? Yeah, yeah, oh, course, it's yeah. amazingly good. But um, basically the, the kind of faux Fox Corporation or whatever, it's called Waystar Royco, and it mm. has mm. many of the same businesses as Fox. It's got a toxic news channel. It's got a movie studio. It's got newspapers. But it also has theme parks and cruises. Mm. And I wondered mm. why on earth, I mean, theme parks was probably, certainly is a parody of Disney in some ways, but I wondered why the fuck was cruises in there? And clearly that's what it is. There must be some evil aspect of Disney cruises that I was previously unaware of. That's it. Did you know they have a private island in the Bahamas? No. So Disney cruises stop at Disney Island. Is it shaped like and, Mickey's head? Oh, God, I don't know. Probably. Disney but Island is that that's where? That's the only way reason, it, like only thing it's used for is. Is, is that where Walt Disney sell the island? Give people their jobs sell back. The sell island. the island, I reckon. Is that where Walt Disney's frozen body is 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 stored? <laughs> no, island? we could thaw out. There's no way. <laughs> They're not putting him in the tropics. You could you could sell that his body off and and pay the staff their entitlements. But mm. I must say yeah. I, I have been enjoying it as, as evil as Disney clearly are from what you're saying. I have been enjoying their battle against Ron DeSantis in Florida. Mm. Oh. Yeah, obsessed with that aspect of it's, it. It is. It's so it's frustrating hilarious. when like two evil companies like verse each other, and then you have to pick a side. Mm. Well, because the, clearly they're much better at it than he is. This is the whole thing where um, uh, Ron DeSantis is determined to basically stamping out any mention of homosexuality. Disney mm. had a sort of rainbow event. Ron DeSantis got upset and tried to sack everyone from the kind of Disney were allowed to run their own town basically and mm. have their own yes. apply their own laws. And so Ron tried to install all his people on the body that governed their area. But then um, they just, the previous board had restricted their own power and then voted themselves out, something like that. So he basically ran, Disney ran rings around Ron DeSantis. I, mean, I don't know who to back, I suppose, Disney. They, they do bring joy. In this specific instance, I'll, I'll back Disney, but in the wider sense of um, their labour practices, mm. 
I probably wouldn't align myself with them. It's like making an alliance with the Sith Lord. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. It's, yeah, it's like if the Sith Lord went to Pride and you're like, oh, yeah. I respect. I do respect the behaviour. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Sith Lord's famously bad IR policy. Um, <laughs> constantly choking colleagues in the workplace. Yeah, yeah. Very, very mm. unfair. Yes. Mm. But rainbow flags on the starship. Yeah, that's so. true. That's true. Hashtag ally. You know? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I love what they've done with the Death Star. It's fabulous. Oh, it's beautiful, yeah. isn't it? Greenwashing. They put a tree in the middle. They're all for anti-global warming. It's it does make sense, doesn't it, that Disney owns Star Wars now. Mm. Um, it just, it's just it's yeah. come full circle. They own ESPN as well. I didn't know that. That's right. They do. They own a lot of me. stuff. And ABC, American ABC, they own. They own Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel is a pimp for Mickey Mouse. They, they own Mr. Kimmel. I'm going to Disney bound as Jimmy Kimmel, I reckon. <laughs> that would be, that's well worth <laughs> no, yeah. but, no, you want to win comedy awards though, don't you? Oh. You, ouch. Oh, he, you got him. Got him. <laughs> I mean, my whole show is just me Disney bounding as various talk show hosts. So well, maybe, maybe that, I should change. That is well worth, uh, that, that's about the best plug we can possibly come up with. Go and see Emma <laughs> Holland's show, Save the Ring uh, Tans. As I said, 2nd and 7th of May in Brisbane, 12th of May in Perth, 18th to the 21st in Sydney. And I must say we've had a lot of – I'm away for the next few weeks, but that is one show I can actually get to go and see because I'll be back in town. Yeah. By the time you're on – that must be the final so, week. So now I know that if you don't see it, it's by choice. That's oh, because I'm a judge. You've dug yourself a hole Secret there. awards <laughs> judge. Mm. Hey, Emma, thank you for joining us. It's been delightful having you on the Thank podcast. you so much for having me. Our gear is from Road and we're part of the Iconoclast Podcast Network. See you later. See ya. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.